We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. According to the Centers for Disease Control, every year in this country, one out of every 700 babies born have Down syndrome. They have a copy of an extra chromosome, and that's enough to change the way the baby's brain and body develop. Today we're going to talk about Down syndrome and a very special place in a unique organization, Gigi's Playhouse. My guest is Nancy Gianni, the founder and chief belief officer of Gigi's Playhouse, a $12 million a year international organization based in northwest suburban Hoffman Estates. In fact, it's also where we're recording the program. I'm Bernie Tafoya, filling in for political editor Craig Delamore, and you're listening to At Issue. A lot of people might remember that uh, Gigi uh, was in Wrigley Field. You had a daughter. Yes. You have a daughter named Gigi. Yes, Let's I ta- do. Let's talk, Nancy, a little bit about that. Nancy Gianni, welcome to uh, Ad Issue. And tell me all about your story, how this all began 17 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Gigi is my daughter with Down syndrome, and she sang the national anthem at Wrigley Field this year in front of 40,000 people. And did it without any nerves while I was about to have a heart attack. It was the scariest thing for me, and she stood up there and she sang it loud and proud and really represented um, the Down syndrome community and what they can do. And that's what Gigi's Playhouse is all about. So 17 years ago when Gigi was born, um, there was a lot of negativity surrounding the diagnosis. I didn't know she was going to have Down syndrome. And, um, you know, the, the, the medical community took good care of me, but they also made me feel as if life as I knew it was over. And I really didn't know how I was going to bring that home to my kids and keep this positive, you know, this celebration going when I was getting condolences instead of congratulations. You know, I didn't experience that with my other kids. And that's when I really thought about we really need to change. We need to change the perspective. We need people to see the potential in individuals with Down syndrome. And let's backtrack a little bit because you said people were offering condolences. Let's talk a little bit about Down syndrome and Mm -hmm. and what it is so people kind of refresh their memories on on what it is and and what kids are like when they when they have Down syndrome. Yeah, it's it's a a copy of the extra of an extra copy of the twenty first chromosome. So that brings on some. Low muscle tone, which is a very, very st- tough thing to overcome. I mean, low muscle tone, people don't understand. You know, a lot of times people think that our kids can't do things. It's that their muscles don't work like everybody else. So when a typical baby is born, they're, you know, they're checking out the world. Look at all, look at this place. It's crazy fun. Our kids are literally teaching their bodies how to suck, swallow, and breathe at the same time. They have to teach their bodies to do what comes naturally to all of us. Walking, talking, um, even, even coming down, you know, to some cognitive issues with reading and keeping up in school and all of that stuff, everything is a lot harder for them. And a lot of that has to do with their low muscle tone, speaking. So for Gigi to sing that national anthem took her years. She memorized the words in, you know, a week. But for her to actually be able to articulate and have diction where everybody can understand what she was saying has taken her probably the last nine years to do that. Even the night before she was practiced gallantly, it takes over, you engage over 70 muscles to say one word. 
So imagine singing a song like the national anthem when you have low muscle tone. Your tongue is a muscle, your face is a muscle, your whole body is full of muscles. So that's really the biggest obstacles our kids have to overcome is that low muscle tone. And that's why I think people think that they're weak or that they can't do things. It's just that their body works different than ours. So that's what Gigi's Playhouse is about, is strengthening their bodies, strengthening their, their minds, strengthening their families, and um, showing the world that these guys have the potential and they can do anything that they put their mind to. And that's why you've got the condolences. People want, oh my goodness, look look what kind of life you're in for, basically. Yes, she's never, you know, because you hear, and think about, you know, 80% of people terminate pregnancies when they find out they're having a child with Down syndrome. Ireland is trying, Ireland, no, not Ireland, Iceland wants to eradicate Down syndrome, simply not allow them to be born. So when, when our youth, when our families hear things like this, it implies that, that our kids aren't worth anything, that they're disposable. And that's why I think people, you know, they're afraid of it. That's what Gigi's Playhouse is about. We really want to take away that fear so that people can see. I mean, you, you had a chance to meet some kids here today that you could see their incredible energy and that, you know what, they can do anything they put their mind to. They just need a little extra help. And they do have a lot of energy yeah. and, 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 and drive. So much drive. They, they, all that, what they're here for, their purpose is to make the world a better place. And they do that every single day. They are not, you know, that extra chromosome they have is, is full of love and compassion. I mean, they, and perseverance. They, they just want to make the world better. No matter how many times they get knocked down, they are going to forgive and they're going to get back up. And that's why we all need to continue fighting for these guys. What was your base of knowledge of Down syndrome before you found out about Gigi? It was, um, all I knew, my mom ran a spread group at our church, was a re religious education for adults with developmental disabilities. So I just, I knew um, Terry, one of her, you know, one of her adults had Down syndrome, and I loved him, and I was always drawn to people with Down syndrome, always strangely drawn to people with Down syndrome my entire life, wanted to adopt a baby with Down syndrome. So... When I had one myself, I have to say that there was a lot of guilt and a lot of fear because I thought that I willed this on myself. So when it happened, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, what, did I, what have I done? What, what, how is this going to impact my kids? Because I was afraid. I knew that the kids that were in my mom's spread group of these adults, that they weren't valued the way they should be. You know, I, she had one that, you know, someone, a, a, an adult with Down syndrome who came to her spread group and who wasn't even allowed to come to the spread group. It was somebody who had been in a home their whole lives, completely nonverbal. And my mom had extra room in her group. And the, the home said, well, he's nonverbal. He he's not going to know what's going on. You know, he's been in a home his whole life. He doesn't have any communication, nothing. And she said, but there's room. Let him come. And by the second time, when my mom walked in the door to bring him to the group, he put his hands up in prayer. He knew what was going on. He knew we were going. And my mom told me then, you never, you always believe. You never um, let anything from the outside tell you somebody can't do something. You need to believe in, in, in everybody. And that was, that was really been the catalyst of, of everything. So I, I was afraid and petrified, but I also knew I was afraid and petrified because I only knew the, the prejudice out there. I didn't know the good stuff, all the good stuff. I knew what I saw in my mom's group. But it was in that group where I saw that good stuff. On the outside, I saw people making fun of those people. You know, I saw people not treating them the way they should be treated. And then you had to wonder, oh my goodness, is my daughter in for that kind of life? And, and are our brothers and sisters going to have to watch that? That was my biggest fear was for them. I knew I could protect her. I knew that I would give her a great life. But my biggest fear was for her siblings and what they were going to have to witness and what they were going to have to see. And I'm telling you today, Bernie, I could have never made my kids the 
kids they are today without Gigi, without them having to see the struggle she has, but how she overcomes them every day. You know, people say, oh my gosh, your kids are amazing. My kids are amazing because they have an amazing sister. And they have learned compassion, they have learned acceptance, they have learned to fight for others. And they, they value muscles, they value strength, they value everything that God gives to most of us, um, and that she doesn't have and she's had to build herself. So the kid, the thing I was most afraid of was for my siblings was the biggest gift they could have ever been given. So they don't take life for granted. Absolutely not. No, and they fight for their sister. You know, they they, they have learned to stand up um, for everybody. This isn't just about Tom Center. This is about acceptance for all. We have a national campaign. You know, at Gigi's Playhouse, we uh, serve individuals with Down Center, but our our global mission is one of acceptance for all. And that's, we have a campaign called Generation G. And Generation G is simply a conscious decision to be better every day. Be generous, be kind, be accepting. And that doesn't mean, oh, I gotta go volunteer somewhere. Gotta, no, it just means give somebody a smile when you're walking down the street. Say, you know, that person serving you coffee, give them a thank you, tell them they're doing a great job. It, it's, it's nothing big. It's the way we're supposed to be, and it's the way we're not anymore. And it's it's all about acceptance and all about value. And and to be Generation G, you just draw a heart in your hand, you put a G in it, and you post it on social media. And and the, your your website has plenty of that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to learn about it, just go to ggsplayhouse.org, and you will find a lot about Generation G. Let's talk about Gigi's Playhouse and mm-hmm. how you after you learned about the diagnosis, mm-hmm. you decided to do something really really big. Yes, and, and I had no idea how big it was actually going to be. And, you know, for the opening of our very first location, and I know my husband was like, wait a minute, we're going to open this place, we're giving everything away for free? Like, how, how is this going to be sustainable? And I was like, I don't know, but we're doing it. I mean, this has to be done. We have to stop allowing this stigma to continue that these kids are less than. We need to be in the community. We don't belong in a church basement or an extra space where, you know, somebody thinks that we fit. You put us there and it implies that's where we belong. We need to be in the community with the rest of the world. And that was my mission. So we were able, and, and I am telling you, Bernie, it was a, it was a whirlwind summer. Gigi had open heart surgery at four months old. And at about five months old is when the wheels started turning. And we opened it right after her first birthday, the very first Gigi's Playhouse Townsend Achievement Center, right after her first birthday. And like that day, I was like, I knew my mom was going to come. You know, my dad will be there, maybe some neighbors. But there was over a thousand people at that opening that were, looking, that were looking for the same change that we were looking for in this world. And we now, you know, now that day has now grown, grown into 47 Gigi's Playhouses around the country and in Mexico. We have 10 more opening in the next year, over 200 inquiries to open more worldwide. And you know, we are growing by 250 families a month. Wow. A month. The demand is there. These families need our services. We provide free therapeutic and educational programs, free career skills. So everything from helping them learn to talk, to walk, to read, one-on-one literacy and math tutoring, um, one-on-one speech therapy. It's fitness programs. It's just this amazing, magical place that you walk into and you're instantly empowered and you're instantly energized. And what I love is we serve individuals with Down syndrome, but we also give the community a place to serve and learn about acceptance and how they can be a part of changing the world from a Boy Scout troop that comes in that they just want to get their badge. You know, they kind of come in, they're standing against the wall, a little bit intimidated, 
because many people don't know kids with Down syndrome because they might be, they're in different classrooms, they're in different places in the schools, or they're not even in their schools. So a lot of times they're coming in here and they're just here for the badge, and you watch them leave and they have made lifelong friends. And those Boy Scouts who came here for that badge are now advocates for our kids in their schools. They will sit with them at lunch, they will make them a part of their community. That's the bigger piece of Gigi's Playhouse that I love is that it, it brings people together and it, it, they really become advocates and, and game changers, and they go out there and fight for our kids. Let's talk a little bit about some of the programs you have in, in a little bit more specifics mm -hmm. about you know how you, how you develop them and, and how you provide them for these locations all around the country. Yes, and and you know what we talk about, you know, so many people are into research and research for Down syndrome. Down syndrome, there there is no cure. It's lifelong. Um, the average age to have a child with Down syndrome is 28. So many of our families are, are first-time parents. They need acceptance. They need guidance. They need um, they need Gigi's from day one. They need empowerment. They need to know that we're here to celebrate and educate your child. And they come in here, and you know our LMNOP program is is language, music, and our peeps. That's what it stands for. And it is awesome. It is facilitated by speech pathology students from Elmhurst College and their professor, which. First of all, what a gift from God. So our kids are, our kids and families are getting, getting what they need in the speech and language. And then these amazing students are getting one-on-one -on -one with these families and seeing what it's, what this diagnosis is all about. It's, it's really an amazing program. But what I love about it, it's from ages zero to three. We have, we have pregnant moms who come in to that class. They want to learn about where their life is going, what they're going to need to do to teach their kids. But it's awesome. The siblings are there. They learn sign language. They learn how to communicate with the kids. And what's happening is as this is going on, you know, for that three-week-old baby that's coming, you know, it's more mom getting what she needs. It's moms meeting other moms or dads. And it's, you know, really just watching other kids going, okay, I got this. I got this. Yeah, they need they need to know that there are others like them, that there are others going through Absolutely. the same thing. Yep, that they're never going to be alone in this diagnosis, and we're going to give them all the tools they need every step of the way. But what we everything we do here is purposeful and progressive. So in that class, you know, it's going to start with a three-week-old. You're going to bring that three-week-old, but it goes till they're three. And as they progress, they learn about engaging in circle time, transitions, everything they need for preschool. So everything we're doing, we're planting the seeds and laying the foundation for them to be successful as they grow. It's really a cool, like every program that we have is purposeful and progressive, getting them ready for that next phase in life. And it's absolutely amazing. We call it, what we do is here, we don't do the research in, in a test tube or molecular, you know, we're not doing all that kind of stuff, but we're doing applied research. We find what works for individuals with Down syndrome and the way they learn, and we roll it out here at our national office, we pilot it, and then we spread it around to the 47 locations across the country. It's pretty cool. Wow, and I'll, and I'll bet a lot of those parents, when they walk in for the first time, mm. kind of maybe take a sigh of relief, uh, of maybe a little weight off their shoulders, it seems. You can't even imagine, you know, they, it's, I think I cry with every, uh, you know, we just had another pregnant mom in yesterday, and we have new families and, and come in all the time, and, and it brings you back to that first time you hear your child has Down syndrome, and it's scary. It's a 24-7 lifelong diagnosis. And I'll tell you something, it's hard for those families to walk in here that first time. And we have found that many parents sit um, in the parking lot, afraid to open the doors, afraid to come in here and take it on, because you know they'd rather live in that bubble where nobody knows and I'm gonna hide here. And they know that they can't. And they know that they need to be strong enough to step in here 
And what's so awesome is to just watch the transformation as they sit here. They, you know, they come in with that deer in the headlights look. I don't know where, where I'm going. I've been, I've had condolences. I mean, the first thing we do is we hug that mama. We give that congratulations. We tell them how blessed they are. Their life is going to go places they've never known. And there's almost a, a shock of there, there has been no celebration. And many moms said it was, you know, a mom we had said it was like, it's like I've been on this island by myself and Gigi's was my bridge and opened me back up into the world. And it really is amazing. Bernie, I am telling you, by the time they leave here, and they generally stay a, a long time that first time, it's the first time they fit somewhere. Like I said, the average age to have a baby with Down syndrome is 28. So all, you know, all these young moms, we have 20 year olds, all, you know, 25 year olds, their friends are all having their babies and, and your baby's not keeping up. Your baby is the one that has that diagnosis. And you're coming to a place now that everybody has that. Your child is right there, the leader with everybody. And you're finding out that you're gonna learn from all these families. You're gonna be given all the tools that you need. And your child is going to achieve every dream you want them to. And they walk out, they walk out of here, these fierce warrior mamas that in a week later, they're gonna be helping another family. It's such a beautiful gift to watch that happen. You're listening to Ad Issue on WBBM News Radio. I'm Bernie Tafoya sitting in for Craig Delamore, and today we're talking with Nancy Gianni, the founder and chief belief officer for Gigi's Playhouse, an international organization designed to change the way the world sees Down syndrome. And it appears as though you you seem to be winning people over uh, one city at a time. You know what? And that's how we say it. We say this is this is how we do it: one child, one diagnosis, one community at a time. 16 years of methodically just keep going, keep going, keep going. And you just never know who, who, who's going to step in. We had Microsoft call us. You know, we're finally getting to a place where people are coming to us. Microsoft called us and asked us how artificial intelligence and machine learning can help individuals with Down syndrome. And we were like, oh my goodness, in multiple ways, but no one's really put in the time. Like I said, largest chromosomal disability in the country, least funded. So they said, give us some data. I mean, that, that's what AI is. It's all data analytics. Let us play. We're like, there's no data. They are not researching our kids. They're saying, you have Down syndrome, you live with it. No one's out there trying to collect data on how we know they all have this extra chromosome. We know they all have low muscle tone. We know they have this excessive joint laxity. Why aren't we doing more things for that population specifically? Instead of saying, here, this is how we exercise, this is how we eat, so this must be how you should be doing it. No, their metabolic rate is different. Their heart, getting their heart rate up is completely different. Doing the exercises that we do every day hurts them because of their excessive joint laxity. So we've developed a program called Gigi Fit. So Gigi Fit is a physical therapy-based program that is amazing. We have it for every age group from, from our infants, toddlers, school age, teens, and adults. And it 100% addresses the issues that affect people with Down syndrome. Low muscle tone, joint laxity, and then the vestibular system balance. Could you describe some of the things that they do at Gigi Fit? Oh yeah. So. The most important thing about Gigi Fit is that they're doing these exercises correctly because of the joint laxity. So they are doing their squats correctly. They're doing plank. They're doing exercises that we do, but they, it's very important for them to do them correctly. And that's the most important thing about it is every, you know, it's all about the placement of their, of their bodies. And that's where Microsoft came in now to help us. So when they reached out to us, they, we finally decided how can, we're going to have to collect our own data. 
It's just not out there. So we're doing it through our GG Fit program. So they have put in the parameters. So they're using the Connects technology that used to be part of Xbox, or that is part of Xbox. But you know, before it had to go through the Xbox system. So there's a new Azure platform, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because this is Microsoft. You know, that I'm like the dumb person in the room. They're just I can tell them Down syndrome, but where they take this, it is to a complete other level, and they are they are developing a gaming type app for the GG Fit program. Really? Can you even imagine? Life-changing. This will be life-changing. It is not just going to help individuals with Down syndrome. It will help people with low muscle tone. It's going to give the biofeedback that you need to make sure you're doing the exercises correctly. Because we were finding that our adults were needing hip replacement, knee replacement in their 20s because of that joint laxity and doing exercises the way a typical person does. Well, their body's a little different. Gearing these exercises to their bodies is going to strengthen them and help them in ways that, you know, it's been hurting them all along. And now this, this technology is going to help them, and it's also going to capture all of the data. Why is it that every time they go to do a squat, this happens? It's all that data is going to be captured, and that's where the AI comes in. I know, it's, ama- it's such a gift from God. I, like, I still pinch myself. Like, And then MIT came in with us and, and joined the Microsoft, joined on this whole um, project that we're doing. Because there, there's not the research out there. We need it out there. That's what AI is all about, and that's how we're going to be able to really change the world for individuals with Down syndrome. Tell me a little bit more about Gigi and how she's growing up, and and because she seems to be a whirlwind. Whirlwind. She's a rock star. Actually, we just got back. We were um, at one of our startups in New Orleans last night, so she had to do a book signing there. We have a book called Generation G, and she does book signings. And Bernie, I, I will have her sign a book for you because you never know what she's going to write. It's always good. It's always inspirational. Sometimes naughty, and but always fun and awesome. So we were we were actually doing a book signing the other night in New Orleans, and um, our Uber driver was driving us. He was an 81 year old man, and he was telling us all about his life, his seven siblings, and just everything about his life. And then he told us that he had a 65 year old brother. His brother passed away at 65 with Down syndrome. And he was really touched by Gigi. And we get to the book signing event, and he got out of the car, and he asked Gigi for her autograph. And just thanked her for representing all people with Down syndrome. And then he said, my mama is going to love this. And I look, I go, your mama, you are 81 years old. He goes, my mama's 102, and she is going strong. And she'll be so excited that people are out there fighting for, you know, her son, who isn't here anymore, but who had it really hard. You know, back in those days, they didn't, they didn't even want the parents to bring the kids home. You know, the mom was told, leave him here. They would let them die. They would put them in an institution. And his mom brought him home with all those seven siblings and, you know, made him the man that he ended up to live for 65 years. And, and you, by just even getting in that Uber car, you, don't, you never know how you're going to touch somebody just by getting in a, you know, a, a ride share of some kind. Totally. Bernie, this, this is where I don't know why God has created this platform for me, helped me create this, this platform. It's not me. You know, there's a higher power guiding this, and, and I'm blessed to be sitting in the driver's seat with Gigi's and the hundreds of thousands of volunteers who are making this happen every day. But, I don't, you know, something about I need, really need time to absorb what happened with that 81-year-old man the other night and, and the voice we're given to his brother. You know, I think about, so much about, and I work so hard to raise the money to give all these free programs away. We do over 200,000 free program hours, therapeutic and educational programs hours a year. And I talk about that so much. And, and that's what I'm raising money for. But you know what? There, there was all these people who came before us that he really is making me think about, you know, and the voice that we're giving them and um, the honor that we're giving them. 
So it's really, everybody I meet touches me in a different way. And, you know, my, my plight is for acceptance for all and for, but, you know, thinking about the people who had to come before us and what they had to go through. Um, it's just something I need to think about when I'm speaking right. instead of just talking about these free programs and how these kids deserve and need that and deserve respect in this world. We've got to think about the people who, who were here before us. Tell me a little bit about um, how Gigi's Playhouses get started all around the country and what people do to actually get them in their communities. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's such an incredible gift. We have never... Um, solicited for a Gigi's Playhouse to open. So we get inquiries from people worldwide. So it's pretty interesting. You know, it's sometimes, you know, it's it could be a grandparent. You know, we had a grandparent from Rockford that opened. In Nashville, it was a 23-year-old teacher who came to us and said, we need this here. We have business people. It, it's so crazy, the founders that come to us and want to open a Gigi's Playhouse. And then we have this, we've got a pretty um, pretty sophisticated system now because we have found if somebody gets a Gigi's Playhouse in their area, it, it, it can't be taken away. It's that family's lifeline. So we make it very hard to open a Playhouse. There's four phases, the fourth phase being the opening. And it starts with inquiry, and it goes into really looking for a board, a diversified board. And then they become their own individual LLC. They file under our 501c3, but they become um, their own individual LLC. There's a licensing and operating agreement that they need to sign. We have to make sure that there's brand integrity and everything stays placed. And then we give them all the tools they need on shared platforms. So we give them all the intellectual property. We give them all the grant templates. We give them all the marketing, all the board, everything they need to run their location with only one employee. And that's how we remain 99% volunteer run. 99% volunteer run and free programs. Like, it's so crazy. And these people who continue to open them, you know, who come to us and say, I want to do this in my community. Can you imagine? They're angels coming to their community. Because not only are you, okay, yes, you're, you're, opening this place to serve individuals at Town Center, but you're serving your community. You are giving your community a place to serve. And then it goes so far beyond Down Center. I'm like, we have CP groups that come here. We're paid for 24-7. Use the building. I mean, that's the way we look at it. Use that building. And that's what's happening all across the country. The Sacramento Kings came to us to open a playhouse. We were like, so right away I was like, oh, I can't open the damn playhouse. Let them do it. And our chief growth officer goes, no, they have to go through the same process. And she's absolutely right because they have to be sustainable. They have to be sustainable. So we met with the Sacramento Kings marketing team and we were like, I, I felt like saying, I want to let you go, but she's going to make you do a, jump through all the hoops everybody else has to. But she was right because you have to have a diversified board. You have to have diversified funding. So if we just said, yes, Sacramento Kings, you can do it. And then they decided next year they don't want to fund it. What's going to happen? Those families will lose their lifeline. And, and, and the people who want to open Gigi's Playhouses do have to raise their own money Absolutely. to get that going. Yes. So, so they, have to find, they have to find the building. They have to find all that stuff on yes. their own. It doesn't really come from this national headquarters. No, they, they get all the guidance, all the intellectual, everything. They get all the tools right here. They get their Gigi's Playhouse toolkit. They get everything. But they, we can't find all the volunteers in their community. You know what I mean? They need to go out there and, and sell Gigi's mission and say, we're going to bring this place, this amazing place to our community, and, and we need an army. They need an army, and that's what they're building. And it's so awesome, like being in, you know, going to their openings when they happen, you know, knowing that these volunteers, people, some, most of them I haven't even met, have dedicated the last two and a half, sometimes three years of their lives to build this place, to build the foundation so that they can serve people with Down syndrome in their communities. It's, it's, 
truly, truly incredible. Where do you see the future of Gigi's Playhouse? How big can this get? Oh my gosh. You know, to me, the possibilities are endless. Um, I see with, the, with this deal with Microsoft and people getting to understand what our kids can do and the capabilities and what that Gigi Fit program can do for our individuals with Down syndrome and low muscle tone um, is amazing. So I, I see partnerships like that. I see, I pray, I should say that um, corporate America will step in and start to value these um, individuals with Down syndrome, ha helping them with jobs. There's nothing better. Our GG University program, Confident You, Healthy You, Whole You, we are bringing out some of the most amazing individuals with Down syndrome who are ready for the workforce, but there's not the jobs for them. So we have Walgreens coming in next week that is really interested. You know, they've got, you know, they used to say a, a place on every corner, on the corner of every street or whatever it is. Could you imagine what they can do for Gigi's Playhouse? We can use our Gigi University program to train them, and then we can get them jobs out in the community. Amazing. Thanks for joining me. Nancy Gianni, founder and chief belief officer for Gigi's Playhouse. And a reminder, you can find more information at gigisplayhouse.org. And thank you for listening to Ad Issue. For political editor Craig Delamore, I'm Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.